welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your host tonight, just me, baby. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. And if you haven't done so, do me a favor and smash that like button and hit that subscribe button. I really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or the Patreon, link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I promise you won't be disappointed. Now, let's get into some market overview and the wild, wild west that we've had today in the crypto space. Uh, time of recording, the crypto space is sitting around today, kind of red, to be fair with you guys, pretty red, Solana, which I'm about to get into here in a second, just having a horrible day. Uh, stocks were kind of off, you know, the, the Pelosi thing flying to Taiwan, and uh, the markets got a little spooked by it, kind of went back and forth. I have no idea why that's a big deal. You know, obviously, um, I think China and Taiwan definitely have some beef. I'm not sure what kind of beef they got. I don't really try. To, I try not to follow so much geopolitics, uh, but apparently it affected the market today. So a uh, little bit of volatility. I think there's some more coming here in the next couple of days as we'll see what happens with uh, while Speaker Pelosi is, is over in Taiwan. So we'll see. But I wanted to get into some news because today was kind of a big day, right? Uh, first thing I wanted to cover is Robinhood, okay? Robinhood today, they're, um, they came out with their numbers, not so good, <laughs> not, not good at all. In fact, Robinhood, in fact, as they were on their call, announced that they laid off 23% of their staff. Now, this seems like it's continuing to be a ever-evolving kind of thing, right? A lot of the, the companies that had done uh, say, crypto endorsements and things like that are the ones that have been laying off people. Crypto.com, Coinbase, Robinhood, Kraken, you know, all of these exchanges have been laying off people. Binance, on the other hand, uh, did not uh, because they didn't have a Super Bowl ad. So they're still hiring people. So I think it's, I think it's interesting, uh, those that during the bull run, they're putting out, you know, these big marketing campaigns, you know, buy crypto, buy it here, all that stuff. And still the big dog, Binance, it's still the big dog. You know, they weren't the ones that put in all this money into, to say, like Crypto.com, the naming rights of the Staples Center here in, uh, out in Los Angeles. I mean, I, I don't remember the exact number, but I want to say it was close to $700 million. Now, that's a lot of money. And I haven't heard anything about Crypto.com since then. But anyways, that was, that was one of the news heads today was Robinhood lays off 23% of staff. The next biggest thing is... Michael Saylor stepping down as CEO of MicroStrategy. Now, I'm going to go to my Twitter. I'm going to pull this up because there was a, the article itself. I think Michael Saylor actually came out on Twitter. So go to his page if you want to read the entire article. I'm just going to read basically the tweet uh, that came out. Basically, MicroStrategy announces separation of chairman and CEO roles and second quarter 2022 financial results. Now, I don't know the results. I have not looked at them. I don't, I'm assuming they were probably bad because uh, Bitcoin did not have, oh, well, they had a decent, they had a decent month last month because Bitcoin did fairly well. But we all know that MicroStrategies, where, where their average buy price on Bitcoin is pretty high. So I, I can't imagine that they had very many gains. Uh, but very interesting. You know, there, <laughs> I read a tweet actually that said, Michael Saylor, is no longer the CEO of MicroStrategy. He is becoming the CEO of Bitcoin. So we all know that Michael, Michael Saylor is a, the, the ultimate maxi 
of, of Bitcoin. In fact, I think I was hearing an argument the other night about you know, Bitcoin versus Ethereum, Ethereum being a security, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he is strictly Bitcoin. I would, I would be shocked if Michael Saylor actually owned anything else other than Bitcoin. Um, so kudos to him. I don't know how his gains are going to be, but I'll tell you what, my gains coming up, all my altcoins, I'm going to catch old Michael Saylor. <laughs> um, now, what has taken place in the last, I'd say, 20 minutes? There's been another hack on Solana. And it's unfortunate because at the time of recording, over $5 million worth of Solana has been stolen. So I'm seeing the price tank. I'm looking at the Discord and I'm seeing people scared, people curious. Now, I personally have already said on past podcasts that I felt like Solana was not a safe play. I still don't think it's a safe play. And I will continue to say that Cardano is still one of the most safest plays. I think it's five years now. They've never had downtime. Never. Never been down. Hasn't been hacked. Still the same. But everyone still calls Cardano the ghost chain. Just because it's slow moving, it wasn't, it's, it's not the first to completely finish. Solana has had the most issues out of any of these layer ones. And, and just tonight, you see it again, hacked again. Again, people are losing money because they wanted to be first to market, right? And they got all this VC backing. So to the Solana community, I'm sorry that this has happened to you. To anyone in the Discord that's losing money, I'm sorry that this has happened to you. However, let's put in our thinking caps and figure out, okay, this could be anywhere from, I don't know how many times, seven to 10 times that Solana's been down. This time they've been hacked. Now people are losing money. Is Solana still safe to be in? I'll let you think on it for a second. My opinion, I don't think so. I don't care how big of a market cap it is. I don't care how much money is involved with it. People continue to lose money. The, the, the project continues to have downtime. Why, why be in it? It might as well go to $5 until they fix the problems that need to be fixed. People should not be losing money right now. For the, for the, for the size of the project, the fact that it could still be hacked the way that it's being hacked and, and that their liquidity is just being drained, it's, it's sad. It's sad. And, I, and I, I feel for our community. I've already had messages from people. You can probably hear my phone. I didn't silence it. You can probably hear my phone. People message me. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I don't know what to tell people. You kind of just have to sit on your hands and wait. Because obviously, Solana will probably, people will still throw money into it. Even though, let me go look. I'm, I'm going to go to corn market cap right now. Give me a second. Let me go look. So Solana is down. At time of recording, Solana is at $38. So it's down 7% on the day. Now, was it up earlier today? Yes. But I tell you what. The way that I see the, the, uh, um, the trend lines right now, I mean, Solana looks just like this for the last two hours. It's, it's just, it's a shame. It's a shame. It sucks. I'm sorry to those that, that are losing money right now, but, you know, I can't do anything about it. You just got to sit tight and wait and see what happens. Hopefully they'll figure it out and they'll get the money back, you know, but now Solana has been hacked. Harmony Bridge got hacked. Another bridge got hacked yesterday. I do not have the article pulled up. But for me, that one finally affected me. Uh, the Nomad Bridge, sorry. The Nomad Bridge was 
hacked for 190 some million dollars. So I own Charlie three, which is an Oracle on Cardano, a decentralized Oracle that I was going to talk about tonight, but I'm like nervous to talk about it because you know, they, they didn't get hacked, but where their tokens are held got hacked. And so now I, my, my Charlie three is, is literally worth, worth nothing tonight. It's been drained by some jerk, whoever it is, and $190 million is gone from the bridge. So it seems like the, the, the ongoing topic right now is bridges. Are bridges safe? And I think it's something, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk with Chris and Nick tomorrow. I'm going to talk to them about bridges, and I want to start understanding bridges. I know, I know bridges are to connect tokens to tokens and infrastructure and, you know, so that things can talk to each other, right? I know it's needed, but why is it not safe, right? So I think that's something we need to dive into because this is the third time now something's being hacked in the last seven days. It's getting scary. Scary space right now. I'm glad I'm out of the market. I'm glad my, you know, Charlie 3 was a long-term hold for me, something that I bought into back in March. It's just been sitting there in my MetaMask wallet just chilling. And that's all it was going to do. It's just going to sit there and whenever. Because I was waiting for Cardano is... From what we've heard, Cardano is not going to be on Chainlink as, as using Chainlink as its Oracle. We were, Charlie 3 is an Oracle on top of Cardano. So my bet was on Charlie 3 becoming the Oracle for Cardano. Now we all know how big Cardano's ecosystem is. It's massive. And as soon as this vassal hard fork goes live, it's just going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So what I was going to do tonight, I was going to name off five projects that I am bullish on for uh, Cardano ecosystem. Now, it's five projects that our community knows about. Um, it's five projects that I'm definitely going to be involved in. Now, I'm, I'm not the technical guy, right? I don't do reading very well. I don't read white papers. I'm not very good at it. Uh, I don't read and retain very well. So some of the stuff I might read might come directly from their website. Um, a lot of this stuff, you can go on CoinMarketCap. The website's on CoinMarketCap. Where you can buy the projects is on CoinMarketCap. I'm just going to give you a little taste because some of you that might be listening to this, maybe you've never heard of some of these projects. So I'm going to give you five tonight. And these are five projects that are on top of Cardano. They're building on top of it. And honestly, they're ready to go. They're ready to go. Main net, ready to roll. Just waiting on the Vassal Hard Fork, which uh, Charles Hoskinson came out two days ago and said, you know, basically kind of explaining the bugs and how things go, that if they catch one bug, they have to go back through and make sure that everything else is back in line once they fix that bug, right? So they're just taking their time. That's what they do. And, and I think that's why they don't have the downtime that like a Solana has. So you got to respect it, right? They're trying to do it right. They want to do it right for their customers. They want to do it right for the ecosystem. You know, think about how many projects are building on top of Cardano. If they rushed it, not only is Cardano going to have an issue, but so is the hundreds and hundreds of projects that are trying to build on top of Cardano, right? Solana doesn't think like that. I feel like they just don't, they don't think in that capacity of if Solana goes down, any projects that are building on top of Solana, they're affected, right? It, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So, it, you know, same, same goes for Ethereum. Ethereum taking forever. 
to do this, you know, to, to change over to proof of stake. It could be a positive that they're taking this long. They want to make sure that they're delivering you a product that works, that's safe. It's safe for our money. Charlie three, I've lost $1,200 tonight and I didn't even do anything wrong, right? I didn't do anything. It's safe on my MetaMask, but the Charlie three that's attached to the ERC 20 token, Charlie three said, well, it's not going to be worth anything now because they're, they're getting rid of that bridge. So now I'm like, all right, well, what do I do? So now I'm kind of waiting to hear back from Charlie three, just to see they're going to take care of the people that were early investors anyways. So that'll just take some time. It is what it is. Let's get into these five projects. Obviously, Charlie three. First project I'm going to talk about is Charlie three. Okay. Now it is Charlie three is the first decentralized Oracle network for the Cardano blockchain. By being native to Cardano, Charlie three aims to avoid the notable issues with flexibility scaling and growing transaction fees seen with Ethereum-based oracles while also building its foundation on a trusted network. Keyword there being trusted network, Cardano. Keep on going back to that. Cardano blockchain benefits, flexible and robust scaling, reduced transaction fees, superior metadata and ID verification, Reduced carbon impact via proof-of-stake protocols. Now, Charlie 3, it's still somewhat new. It's not been talked about a lot because the big oracle is Chainlink. So Chainlink connects data to data, right? So basically, um, excuse me, a Oracle Car Cardano's decentralized oracle Basically, an Oracle provides off-chain data to on-chain smart contracts. It acts as a bridge, unfortunately. I hate that word because I just said that. But it acts as a bridge between real world and blockchain by providing trusted and reliable off-chain data streams, i.e. pricing, right? So that other, other things can talk to, basically, so, so that um, everything in the ecosystem can talk to each other. That's what an Oracle is need for. So the data from the outside can be, come into the inside, inside the blockchain itself. So I'm probably doing a horrible job of explaining it. It's best to probably just go to CoinMarketCap, find Charlie 3. The ticker for it is C3, okay? Go to their website, take a peek at it. It's going to be an incredible project, right? I, Cardano right now, they haven't come out and said, this is going to be our main Oracle. This is what we're going to use. But I think Charlie 3 has a really good shot. Um, and it's very early, very early. We like being early, right? We like making money, okay? Um, and Charlie 3 is just, it's, it's really early. It's a great opportunity, you know, especially in this, in this bear market that we're in right now. It could be an amazing opportunity. But do your research. We say this all the time. Do your research. It might not be a project that resonates with you. Oracles tend to be very volatile. So keep that in mind, okay? Now, second project I want to get into is a project called Coti, C-O-T-I, okay? Now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to CoinMarketCap and I'm gonna get, gonna get some prices for you guys because I wanna talk about it a little. So at time of recording, Coti, C-O-T-I, T as in Tom, is at 11, 11. How interesting is that? So 11 cents is where it's at right now. Today, it's down 4%. I'm going to go down here. I'm going to check for its all-time high real quick. Give me one second. 
All time high was nine months ago and it was at 68 cents. So it's down about 83% from its all time high. Now, what makes Cody special, right? And, it, and if you go to Cody's website, down in the middle, it says Cody provides the seven necessary elements for a perfect payment infrastructure. So Cody is all about payments. Um, think of like Visa and MasterCard, essentially, right? So Cody, scalability. Cody can process over 100,000 transactions per second. Let me say that one more time. 100,000 transactions per second compared to 25,000 transactions per second in traditional payment systems, i.e. Visa, MasterCard, et cetera. And up to 20, I'm sorry, and up to 20 transactions per second in common blockchain protocols, uh, Bitcoin, things like that, right? Now, what makes Cody unique is Cody provides the first ever dispute resolution system to safeguard users against errors, fraud and counterparty abuse. So the fact that Cody does their, um, basically does all their payments through the blockchain, everything can be verified, which is a very important structure. Imagine Visa and MasterCard being on the blockchain and every transaction that went through, fraud would be like next to nothing unless there's some sort of hack or something like that, right? So the other cool thing about, um, the other cool thing about Cody uh, cost effectiveness, Cody cuts out intermedi intermediaries and eliminates the need for costly mining, which drastically reduces cost and energy consumption. We all know that energy is a big deal. Governments look at this for the mining aspects. How much carbon neutral are they, right? We've talked about this in the past. So it's amazing that they're also focused on the energy consumption. Anything that's going to be built on top of Cardano is going to be focused on that energy usage, right? Now, Two more things on Cody, price stability. Cody is creating price stability technology, which is necessary for the mass adoption of blockchain for payments. Uh, also, uh, let's see. Cody's technology makes transactions, P2P payments and remittances instant instead of taking hours or days to clear. So where, for instance, if I send IK a bunch of money, right? It's instant. He gets the money immediately. It doesn't take, you know, we've talked about this in the past. It doesn't take three to five business days for the money to clear. If I send him $1,000 right this very second, he gets it right this very second. Nothing to go through, right? So I think that's incredible. I think, I think the payment sector in general is going to be an amazing thing. Obviously, we love XRP, but Cody is something that's a little bit different. It's built on top of Cardano. I think it's a, it's got the first stable coin that's going to be built on Cardano called Jed. Um, it's DJED, so DJED, but they say Jed. Um, so we're still waiting on that. That got delayed just a little bit. Uh, but security-wise, Cody's distributed ledger technology eliminates a single point of failure for enhanced security. So what I continue to read here is it's all about security. Security, protecting from fraud, protecting their end users, you know, protecting all of us. So I, I'm bullish on Cody. The buy zones that Nick has laid, laid out for Cody is pretty incredible too. I think he said anywhere from about uh, five and a half cent to seven cent at the bottom of this bear market. And who knows where it could go to, right? As soon as the stable coin launches, um, as soon as Cody continues to get the notoriety that it deserves, 
as far as being payments. I know there's people in the Discord that actually have Cody debit cards, which they said have worked phenomenal. What what Cody could be eventually amazing with would be say like in Africa where like the banking system isn't really like that great. Um, and it's very hard for people to say, get a bank account. Maybe they could use something like Cody where they just load on some money onto their debit card. Now they can use the card for payments. They don't have to really deal with the traditional banking style. So Cody's, Cody's a very unique product and one to watch out for. Uh, I will be buying Cody uh, on this pullback. I'm excited about it. Um, definitely do your research though. Go through the Cody website. Um, tons of tons of topics about technology. There's a video on how Cody works. You can open a Cody wallet if you want to. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of, lot of good stuff uh, on Cody on the website. Do, do your own research though. Look into their team. You know, Chris, Chris on the Discord has done a write-up on Cody. He loves the team. Uh, it's a fantastic project. <laughs> um, the next project, let's see, we're in two so far. Third project, you've heard me mention it before. That's Kopi. C-O-P as in Paul, I. So Kopi, Cornucopius is basically the name of it. Now, it's going to be one of the first games launched on Cardano, okay? Now, what makes Kopi unique? Um, one second. Kopi is basically, it's a massive play to earn, build to earn, and learn to earn. Can buy land. It's essentially like the metaverse, right? But it's a game too. So it's a game inside of a metaverse. It, it's it's gaming meets metaverse where we can earn money, right? Which I think is just a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. I, like I'm all about it. It's going to be a massive, massive project built on top of Cardano. Now, if you go to Coin Market Cap and you look up Cornucopius. Ticker is Copi, C-O-P-I. You could go to their website. You can look up. Everything is right in front of your face. Their exact roadmap on what's going to happen, right? Now, I know that in Q3, let me go back and pull this up real quick. Let me go back to the roadmap. I know in Q3 uh, of this year, they plan to uh, release the PC. Now, it won't be play to earn yet, but the metaverse will be live in Q3 of this year. The mobile game release will also be live on the test net for Android and Apple. Now, play to earn, it's not there yet. Um, these are, some of this is still kind of, the game will be live, but it won't be fully functional, if that makes sense. So you won't be able to earn anything, basically. But it's, a, it's built on the Unreal 5 engine, um, which when you guys go to the Cornucopius website, they have... You know, they have trailers that you can watch, and the graphics on this game are sick. I mean, sick. Like, Call of Duty style, Gears of War style, like, just amazing graphics, which I think the space needs. Like, I've seen Sandbox. I've, I've watched people play inside of Sandbox. I've watched people play inside of Decentraland. Um, and it's just slow. It just kind of looks very digitally which I know that's kind of what it's supposed to be, but Kopi looks more like a game. But it's a game inside a metaverse on top of our favorite, Cardano, right? So that's why I'm excited about it. It's not launched. It's early. We're early. Can you imagine getting into Sandbox before it ever launched? Can you imagine getting into Gala Games before it ever launched, right? So 
This is, these are the things. This is why Chris and Nick have been so successful. They find projects that aren't really like big and massive and pumping yet. And they give us an opportunity to do some research. They bring it to our attention and we look into it. So Kopi, I'm bullish on. I think it's going to be amazing. Let me get you guys some prices on it right now. It's very hard to uh, do any TA on Kopi because it's still so early. It's not very liquid. Uh, but at time of recording, Kopi is sitting at uh, basically one and a half cent. Okay. Now it's been as high as, it's been as high as, I think the all time high is eight cent. Okay. So it's been as high as eight cent. The lowest it's been is roughly around this one cent range. So I, I like buying where we're at. Uh, but that's, that's me, right? I've already bought, I bought this a while back. So my buy, my buy, my average buy price is pretty high. So I'm looking to DCA here pretty soon. Uh, once Bitcoin continues to pull back, I'm going to definitely get some more copy because I'm very bullish on it. I'm excited for it. Now let's get into the last two, two projects I've talked about a lot. Now bear with me on this. Because I'm not a techie, right? Not tech guy. But the two projects I'm going to get into is AGIX and SDAO. Now, I just wanted to give you a little taste of what they are. But what I want you guys to do is I want you to go to, go to AGIX's Twitter. And I want you to go to their website. And I want you to do your research. I want you to look into it. And then I want you to go on YouTube. And I want you to look for Dr. Ben Gertzel. Okay? Now, Dr. Ben Gertzel is kind of the, he oversees all of the Singularity family. Right, he is the. How can I? How can I say this? He is the Muhammad Ali of AI. Now, if you don't know who Muhammad Ali is, he's the greatest boxer of all time. Right, so I would say he is the. I don't know the king of all kings of AI. But anyways, Chris, Chris and Nick actually had the opportunity to interview Dr. Ben Gertzel on the Cheeky Crypto uh, YouTube. So find that interview. Listen to this guy. This guy's been interviewed by Joe Rogan. He's been interviewed by tons of big names. This guy is Mr. AI. He's the one that oversees all of the Singularity family, which is Singularity Net, NewNet, and SDAO. I don't know a lot about NewNet. One day I'll get into it, but I'm very bullish on AGIX, which is Singularity Net, and I'm very bullish on SDAO. Okay? The first one I'm going to cover and chat about is AGIX. Let's go ahead and get you some prices on this so you can kind of get an idea of where we sit at. These projects are very early, very early, okay? Time recording, AGIX, which is the ticker. The ticker is AGIX. The project is actually called Singularity Net, okay? It's at sitting at $0.04, cent, okay? The all-time high, all-time high for AGIX is $1.86. Now. You do the math on that, that's a 97% from all-time high. Think about that. Now, it's got backing. It's not going to go under, okay? We're 97% down. This could be a good opportunity to start DCAing into a project. We do think AGIX is going to go a little bit lower, possibly into the low three-cent range. However, now probably is a good opportunity to DCA. It's a great project. No, if it resonates with you, get into it. I think you should take a look at it, right? 
So all I'm going to do, all I'm going to do is basically, I'm just going to reach, read from uh, um, CoinMarketCap, basically, okay? So SingularityNet is a blockchain-powered platform that allows anybody to easily create, share, and monetize AI services thanks to its globally accessible AI marketplace. So essentially, AGIX is a marketplace for AI, okay? Through the SingularityNet marketplace, users can browse, test, and purchase a huge variety of AI services using the platform's native utility token, AGIX. Moreover, the marketplace represents an outlet AI developers can use to publish and sell their AI tools and easily track their performances. Now, like I said in the beginning, I don't know a lot about AI, but what I do know is Ben Gertzel, Dr. Ben Gertzel, is the magician of AI. And now he is bringing AI to the blockchain. And that AI's here, okay? But there's AI, and then there's Dr. Ben Gertzel. There's AI, and then there's Dr. Ben Gertzel. You feel what I'm saying? So I would do your research on Dr. Ben Gertzel first, understand what he's about, and then dive into AGIX. AGIX, just to, guys, just to let you guys know, will be the third largest holding that I have. I'm that bullish on the project. And I know I don't, I don't explain the project very well. That's kind of what Joey's thing is. Joey's really good at the technical stuff. Um, I just know that, do your research on it. Trust me on this. You're going to want to take a look at it. It's, we're going to do a deep dive. Joey's, Joey's under the weather, and IK is still exhausted from the Blacks event, right, from the, from the meetup. So that's why I'm here by myself tonight, right? Um, but we're going to take a deep, deep, deep dive into AGIX. Once Joey's better, once IK is feeling better, we're going to do a, a longer, longer session on AGIX and Estal separate. But I wanted to get your brains working. I want you to take a look at these projects, okay? Now, where do we think AGIX can go? On Nick's bull run paper, basically, that we have in uh, the Discord, there's the potential for AGIX to go 20, 25X. Potential, potential. Right, that could be on the high side. Could be more. Who knows? Do your research. You're going to want to be involved. I promise. Once you do your research, you'll look at it. You'll be like, this sounds like the coolest thing ever. I'm in. Right? Lastly, Estal. Estal is just a badass. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's all I can say about Estal. So, SDAO at time recording is sitting at 36 cent, down 6% on the day. All time high for SDAO is $6.61. So we're down 94% from all time high. Now, SDAO, SDAO is essentially as the DeFi, basically it's the DeFi arm of the Singularity Net AI ecosystem. Singularity DAO is a true decentralized autonomous organization designated to simplify, sorry, designed to simplify access to the crypto economy. So I listened to an interview today from Marcello, who is kind of the one that's, that's the CEO of SDAO. Now they essentially, 
are perf- they're dinosets. Now let me let me let me try to explain what a dinoset is. I'm gonna do my best. Singularity DAO have created the first decentralized, non-custodial, dynamically adjusted baskets of token, what they call dinosets, controlled by a team of traders, aided by and eventually handing over majority control to highly advanced artificial intelligences, the likes of which are leveraged daily on Wall Street, but are yet unknown in the crypto space. So essentially, they are trading the market for you. So what you would do is you would put your money into a dinoset. Say it's a Bitcoin dinoset. Artificial intelligence essentially is trading for you. Okay. Now, I'm probably doing an absolute horrible job of trying to explain this to you guys, but Go to the website, look it up. I mean, I'll go to the website right now to see if I can get a better understanding on how to do it, uh, basically how to explain it to you guys. But I always think that you should do your own research. You should go take a look at it. Um, basically, AI-powered DeFi portfolios to manage assets. Singularity DAO is a DeFi protocol designed to maximize alpha generation regardless of market trend. So they did, uh, they did an interview with BitBoy two weeks ago and Marcello, the CEO was on there and explaining that up to, up to last week, the way that their dynasets are trading are 25% better than the hedge funds on wall street. Think about that. That's why AI is so important. And that's why having Dr. Ben Gertzel, the king of AI involved in these projects, right? That's why it's important to have that guy. Cause he, he, he knows what he's doing. And they have a team that know what they're doing. Dr. Ben Gertzel picks these people and puts them into these projects, right? There's Singularity Family, and then there's all these projects off of that. Ben Gertzel trickling down all these little scientists, right? It's, it's fascinating stuff. I, I, I'm not a brainiac, though. I'm not like, uh, it's very hard for me to understand it. I got to watch videos to, to make sense of it. But do, do your research on Estal. I promise you, you're going to want to do that. AJX and Estal, I will both be holding about 15% of my portfolio in both projects. So 15% of AJX, 15% of Estal. That's how much I'm going to go into it, okay? Now, Estal has been featured on CNN. It's been featured on Yahoo Finance. It's been featured all over the place. If you go on the website, basically it says that the uh, Dynaset BTC has outperformed the market by nearly 20%. As of February 3rd, 2022, obviously it's gone up since then. Uh, as Marcello did an interview with BitBoy. It's amazing. It's amazing. The, the AI powered dynamics asset manager monitors trends and manages assets. Dynaset tokens can be staked or used to provide liquidity to farm SDAO governance tokens. Okay. Now, once you go on the SDAO website, if you scroll down probably about halfway, there is a there's a section on dinosets, there's a section on staking, and there's a section on yield farming, okay? There's also a section for Launchpad, Token Bridge, Governance, Dashboard, talks about their leadership team, Marcello Mari, CEO and co-founder, kind of gets into their team. I love that they have their faces on there. It makes them, like, show that they're, you know, who they are. I can't stand projects that are, you know, don't show their team or just put, like, a LinkedIn handle. Um, so... Anyways, that's Estal. Potentially a $25 SDAO is incoming. That's based off of just some TA and then obviously the technical side of it. Um, really bullish on that project. I, uh, I'm excited for SDAO. I'm excited for AGIX. I'm 
excited for all projects that are building on top of Cardano. It's just going to be, it's going to be an amazing 2023. I think for Cardano, I think it's going to catch a lot of people off guard. I think people aren't going to know what's happened. And I think, you know, our, our low end for Cardano is 10 bucks. I really think it can push past that. I really think with all the, all the, the, the value that will be locked, you know, everything that's going to be staked. You know, I just think that Cardano is just about to explode. I really do. I think it's going to have just a sane bull run, you know, potentially $10, probably, probably closer to 15, maybe, um, you know, I could see it getting as high as 20. I think a market would really have to really pump hard for it to get to 20 bucks. But I mean, even $10, look, Cardano on the day is at 50 cents. So can you imagine getting into Cardano, which we expect to pull back down to like 25 cents, buying as much Cardano as possible, and then riding that thing up to $10, man, the amount of money that we're going to make is just unbelievable. Do your research though. You know, obviously we're very bullish on Cardano because we don't have issues on Cardano like Solana just had today. Okay. So guys, I'm going to wrap things up. I've never done a podcast by myself, losing my voice already. So I hope you guys found this informative. I know that I didn't do a deep dive, like say when the three of us are on here, but I, I wanted to kind of get your brains working a little bit uh, about these five projects. So Charlie three, Co T, Co P, AGIX, and Estal. Five projects that I'm super bullish on. I really think that you should do your research on, take a dive into it, go follow their Twitter, go look them up on CoinMarketCap, go to their website, do your due diligence, check it out. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening in. Make sure you smash that like button. Very hard doing a podcast by yourself. Hit the subscribe button. We're almost at 1,000, almost there. If we could get across that line, we'll be able to do some live stuff, which would be so cool. So anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening in, liking and subscribing, and we'll catch you in the next one.